I said, well, I, I just made 40000 plus on this uh, property. So what do I want to do with this money? So I, what, I didn't want to buy. I already had money for another rental house. And I said, I'm going to invest this in, in myself and my education. This, this, this is the House Flipping HQ Podcast. Now let's get flipping with your host, Justin Williams. What's going on, House Flipping Nation? I hope you guys are all doing amazing. I'm really excited for today's uh, podcast. I haven't done an interview in a while, and we have a member of our seven-figure flipping program who I haven't had on the show before. He wasn't in house flipping formula prior, as a lot of the other members were, and this guy is just, um, at the mastermind meeting in January, he just, there was something about him that, that I just loved. I mean, not only is he is he a pilot, and I'll let him talk a little bit more about that. So he's a pilot, he has a full-time job. Just a really smart guy, but he's really creating systems in his business. And he had a certain level of experience before, but I've seen him really take off in these last six months or so uh, since he joined the program. And I wanted to bring him on so we could talk to some of you who currently might feel like, I'm a little busy and it's hard to get into this real estate game. How do you do it? And I wanted him to get on and share some of his experience with you, what that's been like for him, how he's done it, how he's found the time. And just some of the things that he's doing right now to really uh, crush it in his business. So without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the one and only Bill Allen. How you doing, Bill? Good, Justin. How you doing? I'm doing amazing. Super amazing. <laughs> it's 7 o'clock my time, which is 9 o'clock your time. So uh, I've been, been up. I, I get up pretty early anyway, but um, it's nice. I don't usually do interviews this morning, so it's nice to kind of get up and, and get it going. Yeah, good. I'm I'm usually up at five thirty every day working on my business. So I'm nine o'clock is uh, I've already got about almost four hours in. So. You're, you're done. Your day could be done, <laughs> and, right. and you've accomplished a ton, which is probably how you have to do it with your job, correct? Yeah, that's true. Um, a lot of times, yeah, I, I spend about two hours in the morning, and then I get home. So I I'll go to work maybe seven thirty or eight um, uh, for my job. Get back at four thirty or five. Uh, play with my son. Have dinner with my family. Put my son to bed. Read him a book, and then back in the office for another two hours in the, in the evening. You know, so. my goal isn't necessarily to go into like morning routines and whatnot, but for me at least, I, I usually will get done. Uh, I'll get more things done before eight o'clock than probably most people do. And I think in the military, that's kind of what they teach you, right? That's right. We get more done uh, in the morning than people do all day. So yeah, before yeah. most people get up. So. so for those of you out there who feel like you don't have enough time, like Maybe you need to wake up a little early, maybe go to bed a little earlier. Um, that was a big mind shift for me a while ago when my wife and I just thought, hey, we, we want more time. Okay, what are we going to do? Well, there's no time here. There's no time here. Let's just go to bed a little bit earlier. And, and it's hard at first to break that habit because it is a habit of staying up late and just kind of being somewhat slothful, if you will. Um, but it's amazing what that can do for your productivity. So, yeah, for sure. Little tip, little uh, pre tip out there. So, um, Bill, let's let's back up a little. Why don't you give us a little bit of your background so folks at home can kind of connect with who you are? Sure. Um, so I uh, I grew up in a military family. My dad was uh, in the Navy, also. He was on submarines. So kind awesome. of uh, that sounds moved. cool. Yeah, I, I, I did. <laughs> I did that one summer for. I was underwater for three weeks, and what? that was enough. Those guys work really hard. That's so. awesome. Um, and then, uh, so we moved around a lot. I was kind of used to that. And, um, and then, you know, I, I went to college and did a ROTC scholarship for the Navy. So got commissioned after college and, uh, 
I, I didn't want to be on submarines and I hung out with the pilots and those guys seemed to not work as hard and they got to fly and it was pretty cool. So <laughs> awesome. I tried that. So uh, went to flight school and I moved around. I've moved around 12 times in the last 14 years. Wow. So it's been really hard for me to, um, I, I love it. I love moving, but uh, I, I never have never been a kind of grow, grow roots kind of guy. But um, in, in real estate, I saw last year, I moved back from Maryland back to Pensacola, Florida. And it was really difficult to, you know, just at least the way I was doing my business then, it was difficult to just pick up and, and move and start over with new contractors and new real estate agents and uh, networking. And it took, took me nine months probably to get to where I am now and be more comfortable in the new place. So, so you're in Pensacola, Florida now. Did yep. I say that right? Pensacola? Yeah, Pensacola, Florida. Yeah. Pensacola, so I didn't say it right. <laughs> Which is like the panhandle of, of Florida. Exactly. We call it L.A., Lower Alabama. Love it. Awesome. And and you've been there for nine months, you said? I've been there for about back here for a year. This is my fourth time living here. So um, wow. I, I knew the area pretty well when I got back here. So um, I had I had a rental. I, let's see, I had I had one rental house here that I lived in initially and rented out when I left. And that's kind of how I got started was uh, just you know, buying houses where I lived and renting them out. So Okay. But, so you've lived there four times, but you've moved 12 times in the last 13 years. But is that where you've decided to kind of establish your, your business, your real estate business? For the yeah, exactly. Time? I think uh, my, wife, my wife's from England, so I met her when I was living in England. Awesome. And we moved from, uh, let's see, England. We came to San Diego for a few months for training, and then we went to Patuxent River, Maryland, um, which is just outside D.C., and she didn't really like it in Maryland. And then we came down here and she really uh, likes it. So I think this will be the place that we, we try to stay for a longer period. So Okay. But what, and what happens if they say, hey, Bill, you're, you're being shipped out, right? Well, hopefully I get the business to where it is that it can just run without me, right? Awesome. So that's okay. the goal. That's, so. that's, that's where I want to go. So you, when you got involved in real estate, was how long ago was it that you first started real estate? Yeah, I, I bought my first house in uh, 2006. Um, it was a, yeah, it was a condo in San Diego and I went upside down in that thing really fast. Uh, talk about that. Yeah. So, um, uh, so Yippee, I'm going to get into real estate. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> One right. guy told me I'm going to get rich by buying a bunch of houses and here we go. Yep. In fact, my CEO, uh, uh, at my, uh, college, he told me that he bought a house everywhere he went and he's made hundreds of thousands of dollars on every Crazy. house. And I said, Oh, it must be easy. I'll, I'll pay top dollar for a 700 square foot condo on the beach in San Diego and prices are just going up. Right. And then they just, uh, 50% haircut in about a year or two. So turns out they call that what speculating. Exactly. You yeah. actually got to know a little about the numbers and, and stuff like that. Yep. So and talk you, about a hundred percent financing. I had an 80, 20, I had two mortgages. Oh, uh, oh, it was a disastrous. So, and we don't get too much detail, but fortunately you got bailed out of that through a really cool program. At the I time. did. Yeah. A government program called HAP helped me out. So it was good. So you didn't have to file foreclosure. That's nope. pretty, pretty cool. I got, I got lucky and it was, it was all based on timing, but, but then, you know, I got smart, a little bit smarter and then I moved to Pensacola and I was an instructor here and bought another house and lived in it and fixed it up myself and added some value. And then the rental numbers worked when I left and I still have it. It's one of my best producing houses still. So, so I love that you didn't quit. I mean, most people, it's like, um, you know, I was talking to another guy the other day who's just an, an entrepreneur in general, wants to be an entrepreneur, but he was talking about all the people that he knows who have tried to be an entrepreneur, but they just got in trouble. And it all boiled down as I kept drilling in they all quote unquote failed 
because and we fell all the time right but they all failed because they quit and that's why they're down and out because they quit i'm like if they quit they would have learned a ton and then they could have been successful after that so yeah i agree i mean it's all it's all a mindset i mean if you you screw up something or fail at something it should be a learning experience as opposed to a detriment to going forward so awesome so buy your first condo but when did you and then you started buying kind of houses as you went right you exactly yeah, I bought, so I bought that house that I lived in, and then I, I ended up moving to England. And, and then when I got back, I wanted to—I saw the returns that I was getting, and I wanted to buy some more rental houses. So I did. I bought another rental house, and then kind of run out of money real quick. So yeah, I said, "Well, these guys are flipping houses. Maybe we'll try that." And in fact, the next house I bought, I kind of bought it as a rental, and then I looked, ran the numbers, and said, ah, "I can make a lot more money just selling this house, and then buy another or maybe two rentals after that." So yes, I love it. <laughs> yeah. So I just needed to build capital, you know? So, uh, my goal was to build capital, buy more rental houses, but, uh, it turned out to be successful and I could see that I could continue doing it and do both. Yeah. So. Yeah. So you, you recognized, Hey, I can get some passive income here, but it's not enough to really replace a, a job perhaps, you know, if you wanted to do that or to build a lot of wealth now, I don't know about you, but, um, I, I started having this idea of rental properties and I'm like, Oh, like, and like, 15 years or something I can actually have a decent amount of income coming in. And I started thinking about my kids and like some of the things I'd like to do with them now. And it just didn't really make a lot of sense. So, so I, that's partly when I got into flipping, uh, I thought I, I need the capital now. Like you're saying, I ran out of money. I needed, uh, I needed more capital. At least I wanted more capital. I should say right, right. quicker. Um, so you, when did you decide to start flipping? How, let's put a timestamp on that. Uh, yeah. So I, I just flipped my first house two years ago. So okay. um, I did one in Maryland and that built capital. I bought another rental house down in Pensacola. And then I was looking for another one at, um, while I was there, but I only had about three more months left in Maryland. And I, I, I had put some, you know, close to getting them under contract. It just didn't work out. So then I focused my efforts down here and started um, uh, like studying the market. Probably about six months out uh, from here, I just started studying the market here. And then when I got down here, I found a house to flip here. Um, that we did. It was uh, very successful again. But the problem that I had was uh, I had a lot of downtime in my job when I got here because it was a lot of training and I was the student instead of the instructor. So I could check on it every day and I could subcontract the work. And I was I was there every day, maybe sometimes twice a day. So it just wasn't scalable. And then when I finished that one, um, so that was only the second house that I had flipped. Um, I was sitting, you know, we sold it and I didn't have another house in the yeah. pipeline. I, I It took me another probably four months to find another house. And, um, I just said, I can't, I was doing like one a year and it just wasn't, it wasn't the, it wasn't the business that I wanted and it just wasn't scalable. So I have a friend right now who I kind of helped get going in this business and I hadn't talked to him in a couple months and I, I knew that he had a house going and in my mind I was excited because he had this house going and now he's going to have a chance to do marketing and get more. And I just talked to him recently and he spent the last couple months or whatever it is like working on the house and the marketing is totally stopped and i told like he's like oh i'm trying to save money i'm like you are not saving money yep (laughs) i agree i said you are number one you're not valuing your time at anything he's given zero value to his time there's a huge opportunity cost because he's not running his business and i said what is going to happen when you sell that house whether you do well on it or not is you are now going to have to go back and take several months to build that pipeline back up build those systems back up and to try to get another deal. And that can be so deflating because here you've gotten to a certain point and you're ready to go. And it's like, oh, nothing there. 
Um, so I commend you for that. So you did the you did the two flips, one of them a couple of years ago. You did well on that. You made over forty thousand dollars, I believe. Right. Yep. Forty three thousand, I think. And then you did a, a second one. Uh, how long ago was the second one that you did? Uh, it was last year, probably about a year. So it was like one, two years ago, one last year, and then this year I is where I wanted to scale that business. So, so basically year, when one did, a year. When did you do the one last year? When did you do the um, one last I year? think we, we, uh, it was, we probably bought it around uh, June or July, and I sold it in uh, September, October, okay, something so like sold that. Okay, towards the end of the year. And then what did you make on that one? Uh, just over 40000 also. Over 40000 So, so I, was like, going, I was pretty, going for, I like this. Well, I was going for the home runs. You know, I was totally. passing up a lot of the singles and doubles and yeah. you know, 20000 because I was doing all the work, spending all the time. So Before we get into the scaling of the systems, which is where I want to focus – what would you recommend? A lot of times people just talk about that first deal. I don't want to say you'd want to talk about just the first deal, but what would your, because a lot of times the first deal was a long time ago and it's not really applicable to today, but what would you recommend to someone? You did two first deals that you made pretty good chunks of money on. What would you recommend to someone who has not yet done their first deal, wants to do their first deal uh, from someone who had two successful first deals, if you will, what would you recommend to them? Like where should they start? What should they look for? couple quick yeah. tips. Yeah. So for, for me, I think it's, I'm a, I'm an engineer and it's all about the numbers. So I took the emotion out of everything and I didn't go in there thinking, you know, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to beat the comps by making it a lot nicer. The, what, what I tried to do is I, I tried to renovate it to a level that was uh, better than all the houses in the neighborhood and price it at a lower price point than all the houses. So I was looking for just the numbers, emotion out of it, pure numbers and uh, run it like that. Um, and that's what got me in trouble in, in my first purchase. I just didn't look at any of the numbers. Uh, I also had a backup plan if I couldn't sell it as a rental property. So it made sense for me as a rental too. That doesn't work in, in all markets, but yeah. in my, the two markets that I've been in, they, they work that way. Um, and, and, and really just kind of take an action because I didn't know anything. The first one I did, I, I didn't really know real estate that well that first flip. I just said I want to buy another rental house and and it just it just kind of worked out. Were so. you were you nervous about losing money on that first like okay, when let me put it this way. When you very first started taking action? Yeah. Like there's a lot of people out there that I know are nervous and so they 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 like stall and they do they do nothing. But what helped you get to that point where you could take action? And get over the the fear or the nervous the nervousness. I don't know if that's a word. I, I never even thought about losing money, so I think maybe it's just a for me. I'm, I just I just go do things. I don't yeah. think about it. I think it, what was what was the worst that could happen? I, I I buy the house, I renovate it. It's a beautiful house. I rent it out. Yeah, because you had money. your plan B. Yeah, so I, I think that uh, multiple exit strategies helps me uh, not worry too much about uh, what's going to happen. I could refinance the money back out or you know, do, do something like that. So, um, it's crazy. These mind games we play with ourselves. like the mind game I played with myself when I started buying high volume was just what you said. All of my properties had to be a good rental property. And once I knew they would be a good rental property, I no longer, okay, the numbers look good to flip. I don't have a crystal ball, but we're going for it. Um, yeah. So and, and for me right now, that, that mindset shift was, uh, I don't have just one right now. So I, I can, um, if I have a few more, they might not all be forty thousand dollar projects. Sure. I, if if I lose two thousand on one and make thirty thousand yes. on the other, for me uh, right now, it's I I kind of defer that risk a little bit by uh, diversifying what I'm doing, and we, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, I think. and I love that. A lot of people think because I flip a hundred houses a year, like I'm taking too much risk. I'm like, you know, in a way, if you know your numbers and you have a plan B, you're actually taking less risk in a way because I know people who do one deal and they lose money. 
and it's kind of like game over in a way for them. Um, but when you're doing multiple deals, uh, if you lose a little bit here, you make a ten over here, you're you're okay. So yeah, and okay. one thing you rings true from what you said, I think, is don't put all your all your eggs in one basket. I mean, if that's your emergency fund for your life, um, you know. So for me, it was it's all about kind of the numbers and. I don't want to put, you know, if I lose money on a deal, I don't want to be sunk. I, I want to have a, a, a plan to get out like we talked about by uh, uh, plan B maybe. So Awesome. So let's talk about what I really want to focus on. Um, you, so you have this idea, you, you're flipping some houses, but you're like, okay, I'm doing a lot of the work myself. Uh, when did you first have the idea of, of, did you find Andy and I first, or did you have the idea of systematizing it and you found seven figure flip? I don't even know how you found us <laughs> like how did this yeah come a, so come um i don't really know either i i listened to your podcast um for a little bit i think i was looking for i, I was just educating myself which i have my whole life so okay. when i start doing something i want to start learning and when i listen to you and i think i listened to your interview with vanessa and i was like man this is uh this is awesome this guy is doing this kind of volume he's got downtime he's got other people helping him out in his business and at that time I, I said, I, you know, I don't really, I just want to do, I, I just want to make more. Maybe I want to, instead of 40000 a year, I want to make like, I was trying to replace my military income. So when I retired from the military, then I could supplement my, the other half that I wasn't, wouldn't be getting with yeah. rental properties or, or flipping real estate. So, um, so I think I came across the podcast and the systems are what draw, drew me to you guys. Um, and I didn't even know who Andy was then, uh, but I was listening to your podcast and then on the first call with him, he, if I go back and listen to that, I said, I don't want to have any employees. Uh, I don't want to be responsible for them. Wow. I, so, the I, first, so you joined Seven Fear Flipping and the first call you had at Thandy, like two hour long call or whatever it was, <sighs> you said, I don't want to have you. So you joined, that's crazy that you joined yeah. us and so, you said, I don't want to have any employees. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so I, if I go back, I, I said, well, I, I just made 40,000 plus on this uh, property. So uh, what what do I want to do with this money? So uh, what, I didn't want to buy. I already had money for another rental house. And I said, I'm going to invest this in, in myself and my education. And if I do one more deal uh, next year, instead of one, I do two. And I make that, uh, you know, purchase that the, the money that I spent on the program, just do one more deal because of it, then it's worth it. Yeah. So th- that was my mind. And it was a big step for me, like that kind of money. I was like, oh, my God, I, no way. Uh, and I just, I talked to my wife and I said, I think maybe I should do this, you know, and, uh, there's probably, I mean, I'm sure that I can do one more deal next year because of it. And so I, I signed up, talked to Andy and yeah, exactly. He said, I just said, no, I, I want to listen to it again because it was no employees, no way. I'm not, I I don't have time for that. I have no idea how to, but I mean, I, I'm, I'm in the military. I've been leading, uh, you know, young junior sailors, uh, for the last 14 years. So, um, it I mean, I love it now. And now, yeah, I just hired my, uh, my second employee, uh, uh, last week. So, and it's great because it's working now. I mean, I, am doing, I'm doing less and we're, we want to talk about more than one project this year. I'm doing, I have eight, eight renovation projects going on right now. So what's crazy to me is you've been doing real estate for over, you know, kind of like 10 years. Right. And you had done two flips up until last year. And and now this year in 2016, you have eight renovation, eight projects going on. Yeah. So my goal was to do 12 um, and and do some wholesaling projects, too. And this goal was after I talked to Andy before I was like, man, if I do like 
two or three awesome. and it'll be great, you know, and I pick up another rental house here and there. And, um, I think I was just, I think I had this, uh, and we've talked about it before. I think I had this kind of glass ceiling over my head or this, uh, this thought that I, this is all I can do. Yeah. And, um, and this, I mean, the program itself is just huge, incredible people getting together like a group of CEOs and talking about, you know, stripping the business down and building it back up, say, don't do that, do this, or I do this. Uh, you know, it's, we just help each other. It's, it's awesome. It's, it's like, a you get this many successful people in a room. I mean, they, they just make everybody else 10 times as successful as they could be. You know, there, I know there's a lot of power in, in association and we've all heard the, you know, the top five people you hang out with, that's, you're going to become like them. If you hang out with five millionaires, you'll become the six and all that. My wife recently was telling me and showing me pictures of like, literally, like if you talk to, um, like water or ice, or she's telling me this rice experiment and you say like negative things to them or that thing, like the rice will get nasty and moldy. And I don't know, you can, if you can Google it. I, I, I'm not, I wasn't ready to talk about this. But if you say like pos- like the positive things, like it'll change, it'll be beautiful. And I believe like literally like our brain, our chemistry like changes depending on the people that we spend time with. So if you're around toxic people and, and you know, directly related to real estate, how this hits home is if you're around people who are not doing the business or, or complaining about the business or talking about how they can't do it, that's probably what's going to happen to you. But if you're around people who are literally like working towards building seven figure flipping businesses, there's a good chance that that's going to happen to you as well. And people who are building those businesses, um, it just kind of, it becomes a part of you. I mean, let's talk about, um, and the, my, my goal here, I guess, is obviously, a, a, I'll, I'll be straight up, a, an indirect plug to seven figure flipping. I want you guys to know uh, if whoever's interested in the program, what it's about. I'm not, I'm not hiding that. Why, if we have an amazing program, I'm not going to hide that. But even beyond that, if you're not able to or don't choose to join Seven Figure Flipping, the power of association. So what was it like, Bill? Um, what were your thoughts? So you, you met with Andy and you kind of had this mindset of, uh, I'm not going to hire people. Did he, first off, did he get that to change? And then let's talk about the, the mastermind meeting. So what, what changed that mindset there? Yeah, so so we we went through this long call about what I'm doing, what I've been doing, uh, what my goal is, and I kind of laid out my goals. And then I, I don't even really remember how we ended that conversation, but I was basically like, okay, let me just step back and think about what what I'm willing to do, what I have time to do, how I can how I can make it work for myself, and what the end goal is. And um, this was uh, it was a, just before Christmas time, so I remember I was. Um, I was in England with my wife and her family and we were there for two weeks. And so I, I had that call before I left and the whole time I was thinking, okay, what am I going to do? And then Andy and I exchanged a couple of, um, of emails, I think. And then we got on another call and I said, okay, I'm ready. I think that I think that I need a marketing business, um, that focuses on that. I can just pull deals from because right. The biggest problem for me was deal flow. Uh, I didn't have any deals. And then, the deals that I was coming across, I was competing with other people that were either paying more than me or, um, so I said, well, why don't I create my own deal flow? And then I'll have leftover deals that I could be basically a, a wholesaling slash flipping business. I can pull them for myself for rentals. I can pull them for myself to flip. I can pull them for myself to wholesale, which is what we're doing now. So then, then I said, okay, Andy, I'm ready. Uh, 
And because, you know, he's a wholesaler. So yeah. he, and he certainly wasn't saying you need to do this, but he said, what if you could do this? And I said, man, this is genius. Why, why not do it? And I have probably one of the best in the nation that I can just call up and do it. So it gave me a direct line to him. I can basically just take his business, make it the way I want it and do it wherever I am, whether it's here or I move around. So it also gave me the ability to move to a new market and it, it would take a little bit of time to learn the area, but I can start that pretty much right away if I have the systems in place. And for me, it was all about the systems because I'm the guy who goes to work for 10, 12 hours a day and I need this thing to either run in the background or I need to be able to uh, you know, get in there and, and do what I need to do quickly and let it let it work. So, um, so that's how that call went. Um, and then, you know, a couple more calls later and it was up and running and, and so, yeah, I had to hire my first employee, which I did. Um, I put an ad up that over Christmas that time and, um, looking for somebody to answer the phones and be an assistant to be full time while I'm not. That's awesome. So, so, so you talked to Andy and he, he convinced you already <laughs> before the meeting. I remember you came to the meeting and you were already of that mindset. I, I would have had no idea that you were resistant to <laughs> yeah. you know, building a team. Um, so what so, was it like? Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, but yeah, before, so before the meeting, I, I'm just kind of like, uh, step on the gas and then I'll deal with the brakes later, uh, if I need them. So I just kind of, after Andy said, go do this, I just go and do it. And, and then I just started implementing everything. I heard at the meeting, yeah, I already had someone hired. I already had marketing going out. I already had, uh, everything in place and it was only, you know, maybe a month after my conversation with Andy. So, um, I guess some of the things I had some of that some of that income already and a supplemental income to allow me to I just I have no problem going to do stuff I'll just do it. You know something you mentioned though, I and mean, you're finding a way to make it happen. You're mentioning oh I had a supplemental I, I could do this. I see so many people like oh I have a job I'm busy I can't do this I have this going on and they just they make up these excuses that that don't allow them to do what you've done. Um, so yeah, I think that's an advantage for me because you know I can spend money on marketing I can I I, I save. You know, I, I've been a saver my whole life of uh, just putting money away. So I find a way to make it, it for every dollar in. I want more than a dollar out. And if it's more than a dollar out, then I'll put that I'll put thousands of dollars in. So it's an advantage to you because you've decided it's going to be an advantage to you. <laughs> right. You know exactly. what I mean, like to me, I don't care what anyone's circumstances in life. If you look at I'm going to make this work because this is what I have to work with the universe or whatever you want to call it or, or just the, your motivation like everything will conspire and you will make that thing happen. You will make your circumstance work. Yeah. So, okay. So you went to, uh, the meeting, the mastermind meeting, what did you expect before the meeting and what happened in the meeting? How was that different? Was it the same? Yeah. You were reluctant at first before you joined. So I wrote, I read a blog that you wrote after the meeting and there was some, you were reluctant to join. You're like, Oh, I don't know if this program, it might be one of those programs or I don't know. What were your, I know I asked you a lot yeah, of questions so, there. No, no, Just that's okay. <laughs> I, didn't, so I, I didn't know what to expect. So um, I'll tell you what I did expect. I expected to show up and there would be like, um, we, we were told, uh, come with a, like kind of like a presentation on what you're doing. And so I thought that would be like 15 minutes. The Half of the first day we would spend talking about who we are. And then the rest of the time was going to be, go do this. Uh, like kind of you guys would stand up and talk about uh, here, here's what a uh, presentation on maybe some sort of training or instruction or something, but it wasn't like that. It was three days of, we, we probably only got to four or five people each day. Uh -huh. And like I said, it was a bunch of 
owners of businesses standing up there and tell, saying, this is what I'm doing. Here's the problems that I have. Help me fix it. And we just kind of went back and forth saying, you know, what, what if you tried this? Or, and everybody was involved. It was like um, you got kind of brought out who was who and who's doing what. And we could all help each other get to the end goal and then come up with goals and plans and, and, and true accountability. Like you stand up there and say, I'm going to do this by the next meeting. Um, you're, it, you better be sure that when you show up at the next meeting that it's been done or you have yeah. some reason why it wasn't because everybody there, I wrote down everybody. Yeah. So I got no, it recorded. I'm yeah, going to listen so, to it before we go to the next one here in June and yeah. call everybody out, see what they did. So, <laughs> it was it was it was one eighty out I think from from what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be more instructional and training and and you know when I left there I didn't want to leave. Um, I I could have stayed three or four more days um, just because I, I loved it. I mean that, that all the people in there were talking about everything that I love to do in real estate. So um, I could spend time with those people. Uh, a lot longer. And, and, and really, you know, we, we all kind of, and in helping them and, and helping them, uh, get their business to where it wants to, they wanted it to be. I think it helped me also with some clarity on, on where I need to go. And, and we push each other. So everybody will say, Hey, this is what I'm doing. And 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 then you say, Oh man, I, why am I not doing that? Or uh, they, they just got four deals. Uh, I only have two. I need to get two more. You know, so uh, everybody wants to. It's it's not really one upping each other, but it's kind of like just pushes each other to be better. And it's just like it's been in anything that I've ever done, whether it's sports or or uh, school or, or whatever. I mean, you don't want to be the person who's uh, you know at at the bottom. You know? Yeah, so yeah. It, you kind want of, to be it flips that. You know, a lot of times, people um, they have these struggles, or it's hard to get to that next point. But when you have like this positive peer pressure, if you will, to get there, and like you want to be one of the cool kids, right? It can naturally yeah. like elevate you. The coopetition, or whatever they call that. Yeah, and it's mostly Type A personalities in there. So I mean, everybody wants to wants to be the first one to the punch. Or... <laughs> like like the competition of who's going to go to Fiji first, right? But... <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you know, you know, that doesn't even. For me, the motive, true motivation for me is 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 internal. You know, it's yeah. it's uh, you know I I have I don't need to make a million dollars a year, but um, it's certainly where I want to be and and, sure. and have a successful business. But you know, for me, my goal this year was three hundred and fifty thousand. So that's for me. If I if I do better than that, I'm I'm happy. But um, yeah, I, I'm competing. I, I'll compete just as hard as everybody else. But, Absolutely. Uh, so. Well, the difference is, I mean, you came in. That's why I wanted to interview you. I've already I interviewed Mike and Mike and, and some of the other people that already had done multiple six figure incomes. I mean, that's why I wanted to interview because you came in. You have a full time job, only a little, a few deals that you had done, and a right. couple flips. And now, I mean, you're, you're you're taking off. You know, eight deals going right now. Goals to make over three hundred thousand this year, and and that's the beauty of it, is is the growth, right? And that's what the yeah. group is all about. So. Yeah, so if I can if I can double that every year, then I'll be really happy. So, um, and I set a personal goal for myself. So, um, and you know, those eight projects aren't even including all the stuff that other stuff that we're doing that's just coming from it. I've pulled a couple rentals for myself. We've wholesaled some deals. Um, last month, we did thirty five thousand dollars in wholesaling alone, not including that. So, I mean, it's it's just it's incredible what can be done in this business, and and seeing the other people that are doing it that are in that meeting that are just like you and me. They're just normal people. Um, it just, it also just gives you kind of that, um, 
uh, it gives you that mindset that you can do it. So yeah. it's these people aren't like uh, I, I don't know. They're just they're just normal people. Whoever's listening to this podcast, it, they could be doing this too. You know, um, what's it like having direct access to someone like? Andy, who did two million last year, is on track to do three or whatever crazy number he's going to do this year. What's it like to have direct access to someone like that you can call up and talk to anytime? You yeah, want? invaluable. I couldn't even put a price tag on it. I mean, it's uh, it, it, just I get an email response. He, I mean, he is as as successful as he is, and 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 what he's doing, it's it's great. It. I don't even know how to put it. It's you mean you it's, didn't it's, sign up for this thing, and these two guys that are being successful didn't send you to like a call center, yeah, yeah, and like you never talk to them or, or hear them or see them. No, that's that's <laughs> uh, of course not. No, it, it, it's great. I mean, it, it, very accessible. We have a, a Facebook group that you guys are in all the time that uh, we we work on and stuff, and and yeah, email access, uh, phone calls. Uh, in fact, sometimes Andy's like, hey, if you ever want to jump on a call to talk about this instead of just reading my email, let me know. And usually I'm like, hey, man, usually I say I'm too busy for that. I'm in the sky right now. <laughs> yeah. So I can't uh, I can't get to it. But, um, yeah, it's uh, it, it's been great. It really is. And that's one thing that dro- brought me to this because I'm always a little bit, you know, I, I've never paid for anything, a book or two here and there. Um, uh, so to go from to go from like not paying anything to doing a program like this. It's a big, big jump. So for me, it was a big decision. And and I think your story on uh, how you got screwed over by some gurus in the past, I think that really, I listened to that and that helped me, that resonated with me. And in hearing that is, is really, I think, why I was uh, why I was willing to make that leap as opposed to um, some of these other programs. Yeah, and I was super, uh, almost didn't start a program like this because I had these misconceptions in my mind, these false beliefs that this equals this. If I have a expensive, like, like a high end program, then I'm, I'm a fraud. I'm this and that. But then I wasn't helping people to the level that, that I knew that I could. And I thought, Oh, that's the only way to make it worth it. And we went for it. It's, it's been awesome. Uh, it's been amazing for me. I mean, I think I learned just as much, if not more from the meeting and being around you guys. It's, it's, it's fun. And like, I enjoy this. So yeah, I saw you guys taking notes a couple times when we mentioned something yep. that you were like, oh, I might need to do that. <laughs> kill, kill, write that down. Go do that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So you shared something with me before the call that I thought was was really cool. Um, you you were recently on a plane flying, doing your job, and what happened? Something happened. Yeah, so I have uh, I have a lead manager that takes my calls, and we just brought on and. Uh, an acquisitions person because I was going on all the appointments and I was really hamstringing the company uh, by holding us back because I could only go on a certain number of appointments per week. And, and it was usually hard only- for me to connect with you to even do this interview. So I know how yeah. busy you are. Yeah. I'm yeah, blown so away. We've been trying to get to this for a week. So, um, and so, yeah, I was, uh, I was, let's, what was I doing? I was flying down. Oh, so I was flying down to Key West for the weekend with some students. So <laughs> awesome. um, we fly some events on the way down there land. And I landed down there and I got a text message say said, we got one under contract. So my, my lead manager, who is, is also very good on appointments, she's, was take, uh, I couldn't get to it last week. So she was taking around our new acquisitions person, person for um, appointments with sellers. And our new acquisitions person who knows nothing about real estate, she's just pure sales, uh, got a house under contract. And um, I... I've never seen the house. I never talked to the seller. Um, I, I did the mailings and uh, they took the call, went on the appointment, got it under contract. And it, it looks like we'll sell that house now. Um, and I'll, 
never go there. So awesome. Yeah, that's uh, that's where I want to be, and that's and and I think it's great for for the business too. I mean, they're uh, they're making good money uh, doing what they're doing. They're really happy uh, with their job. The seller's happy. The buyer's going to be happy. It's going to be a great rental house, and it's just a win win win. So I remember the first deal I did when I was on vacation, and I had nothing to do with, and it was just. The money was the money, but the feeling I had inside of what the future held was just indescribable. Um, so that's pretty cool hearing about that. Yeah, and that's that's the second one that's happened like this for us, which is uh, is is really nice. The first one I was a little bit more involved in, um, but if this one goes through, it will be completely hands off and be great. So that's awesome, and that that's, that's where, where I want to be. That's what it's all about. Nailing it is the hard part. I, I've said this before. Yeah. I'll say it again. People think nailing it is the easy part and scaling it is the hard part, but it's the opposite. Once you nail it, like if you've, you've done this, you can do it again and again and again because yep. you're not as involved. So it's exactly, it's I, I don't know about you, but you know, people, you know, I, I try to be a little as transparent as I can. Um, sure. I make a good income, live in a nice air, whatever can work when I want, but I still struggle with things. Like sometimes I get anxious. I get anxiety a little bit here and there. I don't know if it's a curse of an entrepreneur or whatever, but you know what? It doesn't matter how I feel a certain day uh, because my business still operates the same without me. Um, and, and it's and it's a beautiful thing. I could either be anxious one day or I could be out with my kids playing one day or I could be in the mood where I just want to work my butt off. But it doesn't matter. My business keeps keeps operating and, and it's really cool to see you you getting there. So you, you, you have kids, you said, right? I do. I have a two-year-old, and we also have another baby on the way. My Ooh. wife is due uh, end of October. So yeah. awesome! Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks. That's right, because you're you're going to speak at Flip Hacking Live. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, okay, just as long as you don't have the baby early, and that's right. Uh, put me put put an asterisk next to my name just in case she doesn't let <laughs> me go. But yeah, uh, that, that those tickets are booked. I'm ready. So I you'll think be she there. you'll be there. I think she's okay with it. Yeah. So. Well, it's later on. He'll be there, yeah. guys. Don't worry. Bill Allen is going to be there. <laughs> Um, what is, so talking about your kids and, and your family and, and what does this business mean, um, to you with, with, with them and an association to them? Yeah. So, so if you do the math, my son is two years old and we did, we flipped our first house about two years ago and I started really getting in rental <laughs> properties about a little over two years ago. So what, what I said was uh, I want to spend more time with my kids. Um, so I was, I was investing in stocks and everything and, and uh, before this, and I've always been money oriented and, but I wouldn't touch that until I'm 60 years old, all my retirement accounts. So, uh, this is really for them. I mean, I, I, I told my wife this year that I'm going to start a business this year. It's going to be difficult to, I basically have three full-time jobs. I have the military, uh, I have the, uh, flipping business and the wholesaling business and I have my family. So, um, it's been tough this year, but it's, it's all for them. It really is. Like I want, I want to be able to, to, you know, stop flying with the military and spend more time with my family and, you know, do this because I, I want to do it, not because I have to do it. So I think that, uh, starting this business is big for them because I, I want to be around more, um, and spend time with seeing my son and my future son or daughter grow up and, uh, and be around and, and not have to say, I'll see you for a half hour before bed, like I do right now. So, um, yeah, it's it's all it's all for them, and and that's why I, I started doing this, and that's why I, I put I went we basically went all in on the business this year. So that's awesome. That's su- super powerful. Um, so 
we're about wrapped up. What what are oh, first off? Um, where uh, okay, yeah, I'll edit this part out. <laughs> <laughs> so we're we're about to kind of wrap up here. What are you know some final things that you would like to say to anyone out there who either needs to get started or kind of take things to another level in their business? Maybe they were kind of doing a little bit of real estate and and want to grow and scale and and really change their business. Yeah, so we talked about the law of association, I think, and I think that's the biggest thing. Uh, educate yourself to a point and really take action. And and if you're if you're not sure about it, or you're you're you want to scale up, or you want to do, find someone that's doing what you want to do, and then just go get get bug them, go yes. get them to to help you, get them to add value to them uh, somehow, whether it's time or or joint venture with them, or bring a deal to them, or do something, and, and learn from them. And, and so I always read, like, hire for where you want to be, not for where you are. Same thing when it comes to association. Associate yourself with the people who are doing what you want to do, not the people who are doing what you're doing or, or less. So the reason I joined that seven-figure flipping is because I didn't want to be around all the people in my local RIA, oh. uh, and, and nothing against the people in my, some of the people in my local RIA, because I, I really enjoy going there and networking with them. But I want to I want to be around people that are doing two or three million dollar a year businesses. Yeah. Um, I don't want to be around someone who's doing what I'm doing or or less. I don't want to be the smartest guy in the room. I want to be the dumbest guy in the room. Yeah. Um, so, and you know, I, I meet now. I I network with sellers. I, I meet with I mean buyers. I network with them. For my buyers list, I've been going on some breakfast meetings and lunch meetings. And some of these guys, I mean, they're flying in from, from out of state. They want to buy down here. And I meet with them. And they're on their way to mastermind meetings or different groups and, and things. And these are all, you know, paid meetings and stuff. That, and they are – these guys are multi-million dollar earners because <laughs> – They're probably they going to the mastermind meeting I'm a part of, I bet. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> and and they, they – because they network with other multi-million dollar yeah. earners, you know. And um, – it's so of all these things, education, action, and then, uh, and then association. I think between the three of those, um, you, you, you won't go wrong and, and have some confidence, you know, don't be scared. It's, uh, uh, education, action, association. I think that you, you nailed it. That's it right there. <laughs> yeah. And, and of those, uh, if I had to do anything, it would be action. <laughs> like yes. if they're, uh, so you yes. can you can educate yourself all day, but if you, if you don't if you don't act, and nothing's going to happen. You can know you can know everything there is to know about real estate and never actually do anything. So awesome! Well, I'm getting chills, Bill. Uh, this was <laughs> an incredible interview. Where where can people better connect with you? Uh, yeah, so uh, my company is called Blackjack Real Estate um, here in Pensacola, Florida. So you can find me um, at Blackjack Re, like uh, Blackjack the game, Real Estate Re dot com. And I write a blog on there. If you want to read it, uh, you can read it. I talked about seven-figure flipping in one of the blog posts. Um, it just basically follows along what I'm doing and, and how I'm getting there. And then uh, maybe on uh, you can send me a message on Facebook. Uh, so facebook.com slash Blackjack Estate. Awesome. And, um, yeah, you can email me. My email address is on the website, whatever. Um, Super cool. Yeah. All right. I can't wait to see you just in a few weeks here, right? June. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, like a month away, right? Yep. This time we'll be we'll do some of the similar things, but we're gonna go through Andy's office and bring his people in and just 
break down his business. It's going to be really, really cool. I'm really excited. So Good. I'm excited to get some more of his secrets. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Okay. Thanks, Bill. Have a good one. Have fun right, flying Justin. this week, and we will talk to you soon. Yeah. Thanks for having me. All See right. ya. Bye. Isn't Bill a stud? It really was hard for us to connect with everything he's got going on between his family, his business he's growing, and his full-time job. I didn't realize he worked 10 to 12 hours a day. It's just... It's just crazy. It just goes to show that if you really put your mind to something and have a goal, it can be done. And it doesn't matter what the excuses are. You can find time and and you can make it happen. And it's been amazing to see him go from where he was at to just doing, having done, you know, flip a year to where he now has eight projects going on at one time and just really going to change his life this year through the systems that, that he's created. So really cool. I'm really proud to call him my friend and to be able to network and mastermind with him and it's just been a real honor so thanks again bill if you guys get a chance please reach out to bill and let him know you appreciate it right after the call in he's like okay i gotta go i got three appointments i gotta be to and <laughs> i gotta work with and I, he's i know he's taking this entire week off just to work with his team and to build his team and do training and and it's exciting it's exciting to see when someone has that as a goal and to see the fulfillment of it. So that's been really cool for me. Uh, be sure to check him out at blackjackre.com. If you want to read about the post that he wrote about his fillings after the seven-figure flipping meeting that he had, you can go to blackjackre.com slash 7FF, I believe is what it is. Uh, it was cool. I didn't had no idea he was going to write that. And it's something that he wrote on the plane home that just shared his feelings about the meeting, and uh, that meant a lot to me. So if seven-figure flipping is something you were interested in checking out, that might be a blog you can go to to check out, um, and then maybe reach out to him or anyone else in the program and ask them their feelings. And if you would like to fill an application, go to sevenfigureflipping.com. Our next Mastermind meeting is June 2nd, 3rd, and 4th in Utah, where Andy's office is. It's going to be absolutely amazing. We are talking yesterday and and doing some of the planning of it so just four weeks left and as of now we still have five spots left in that program and once it's full uh it's it's full so we are looking for the right people it's not for everyone but if you think you might be a fit and you would really like to double triple your business this year uh go ahead and go to sevenfigureflipping.com and apply there and i'll hop on the call with you personally i want to be really careful of who we let in the program as you heard bill and i talk a lot about the power of association Uh, it's really important to not only us and and you but all the members that are uh, currently in there that that we find the right people so we build this program the right way um over time so if you think you are a fit go to sevenfigureflipping.com and i look forward to talking to you anyway guys uh you're amazing Get out there, associate with the right people. I love what Bill said about education, action, and association. Boom. Nailed it. Mic drop. I don't care what your mama says. You guys are amazing, and I believe in you. So get out there and make it happen, and we will see you next time on the House Flipping HQ podcast. This has been the House Flipping HQ podcast. Your your ultimate house flipping resource. For intelligent real estate investing and financial freedom. Check out amazing tutorials, blogs, how-tos, and other inspiring podcasts with house flipping experts at houseflippinghq.com. Houseflippinghq.com.